Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. wrong and wronger. I'm going to apologize on the front end because my partner is James, the reason they're leaving in droves break well. But you got me. I'm Steve, the reason they come back, Olivas. And James, how are you doing tonight, man? I am I am baffled by a recent statistical anomaly. The first ever tie we've had in the history of wrong and wronger. Oh, wait a minute. Tie. I'm not sure if you read all the words in those uh, text messages from our intern. Within the margin of error, I believe they said tie. It was either two or three votes. They alleged separators. Do you not read? Do you not read? They wrote so many paragraphs to explain this to us. And I can't help it if your reading comprehension is still at, at Nashville levels. I, I... All I know is, uh, for the first time, and you're right, there was an anomaly because both interns were off. Usually they're spot on. Like, uh, Steve wins by 165, Steve wins by 330, Steve wins by thousands. <laughs> but this one, one said Steve won by three, and the other one said Steve won by two. And there's two interns, so do the math on that one. Yeah, so I, I think they probably both voted against you and probably switched it back to me. So who's to say? Either way, it's within the margin of error. If Twitter would give us an exact total, if they would give us an exact total, it would solve this problem, but they won't. So we'll just never know. Wait, who's they? Twitter. Twitter doesn't give... Oh, oh, oh. It okay. gives you, I thought you meant the It gives interns. you a percentage, and you've got to do the math to figure it out, so you never get exact within a vote. So when the margin of error is two to three... You just got to give the tie to me. But I was going to be gracious. I was going to say that, you know what? Let's split the tie and call it even. So I guess we have to continue with these stupid polls, even though you would very much like them to be abolished. I had to argue to get rid of them, even though the people love the polls. But you know what? I I'm game for the competition. So. I know. I, there was a groundswell of support for the polls. There were like three people that said you can't get rid of those things. Uh -uh. That's three more than I read. I didn't see any. <laughs> see, you don't read the comments. I'm more of a masochist that way. Oh, I yeah. I thought I thought you would have learned now 10,000 episodes into this to never read the comments. Yet here we are. People are snarky, but in like a fun way usually, but not on our other podcast. <laughs> there have been some just vile tweets that we've gotten from people it's like wow you went out of your way to write that out for me i Thank i you. wouldn't know i stopped reading the the tweets on that one after the bipolar episode after that one i was done <laughs> <laughs> no someone really came at us a, a couple three weeks ago but anyway <laughs> this is the podcast where we argue about things that don't mean anything except to the three of you who want to make sure we still do this podcast and it really we're givers we do it all for you three and uh, james what are we going to argue about tonight you're going this sounds like a great topic but go i'm uh, sorry an go, amazing go, go, go. topic you thought of off the top of your head as you were angrily tweeting at someone else because you're at that age where all your tweets are angry we're what? we're gonna argue which are which are better or which is it which are better or which are worse Ooh, see, I didn't even think of it in that direction. I was thinking of the benefits of both. The benefits? So, yeah. We're going to argue which is worse. <laughs> okay. I, I guess, I, I mean, okay, anyway, the, the topic is bees versus wasps. <laughs> I just, there's one of those things, I don't know how you can argue any good qualities about them. Well, I, I, 
Of course you can. <laughs> James, All please, right. if you were pressed by the Guam quarter of fate, you definitely All could. Right. I wanted a summertime topic. It's dreary and cold, and I think you had a snowstorm come through there last weekend. So, so let's think about summer. So you're gonna, we're going to argue about the absolute worst thing about summer. Okay, well, that's fine. Bees versus wasps, which are worse? Flip that quarter. Uh, oh, wait, wait, we got we to give a compliment first. Dang it. I would... <laughs> Wait a minute, why dang it? This is the best part when you come. I would like to compliment you for having a shred of pride with your in-person performances. <laughs> you were just griping to me that you've got to go and they've got to shoot you up with painkillers like you're an NFL quarterback to get you out there on the stage of your performances. <laughs> and I said, why don't you just let them roll you out there in a wheelchair and take the pity points? And you said, nay, you wanted to go up there and fail on your own merits on your own two feet. So good for you. As you're going to be up there on stage cringing in pain. But don't worry, audience members. He's not grimacing at you. He's grimacing with you. Just remember that. I, I like how you set that up so any anybody knows what the heck you're talking about other than me. Because we just had this conversation people, before we went Does on. everyone not know about your, your extravagant and exciting lifestyle? You tweet about it every 30 I seconds. Don't. <laughs> well, I can't plug this show. I'm embarrassed by it. Are you kidding? <laughs> I got to do a keynote in front of 500 people at a casino on Friday, and I hurt my back again tonight. So I want to compliment Breakwell on finding the worst possible time to record one of these things <laughs> because his schedule is such, and I don't know what you're doing. I mean, you just throw out there what I'm doing to everybody, but what you're doing is covered in the shroud of darkness and probably secrecy, probably shame also. But I said, uh, he said, can you record tonight? And I said, we're going out for dinner with my son for his birthday. And he said, all right, well, I can record again sometime in May. <laughs> I, I don't know what the deal was there, James, but I want to compliment you on finding the day that I have a birthday party and a bad back. And, and uh bringing all of those planets to line up and record this show and try to make me in a good mood at the same time. I didn't even ask you how you hurt, or hurt your back, mainly because I don't care at all, but how did you hurt your back, Steve? <laughs> I would tell you, but it would bring shame onto my family. <laughs> I heard it rolling over in bed. That's a true story. The last time I threw my back out this bad, it was reaching for a doorknob. So you do the math on how old you're going to be sometime, James. This podcast should just be a list of Steve's strange injuries. Just every week you tell us what it's like to be that old, and we'll just sit here and laugh at you. It'd be so much more popular than our real podcast. Uh, at some point, I'll get better. But I'm not sure when medical science is going to catch up to all the maladies I've been experiencing. But I do have a Guam Ooh. quarter of fate. And I do have a flippy thumb. So what shall the two sides of the quarter represent for you, James Brady? Heads, I'm arguing bees. Tails, I'm arguing wasps. And, and this is which is worse, yes, right? Yes, which is worse. <laughs> this will be interesting. Uh-oh. Oh! Ah! Okay. Drop. <laughs> How you doing, James? Oh, well, our one fan who likes to drop <laughs> the right, coin, they're going to be very happy. I plugged everything. <laughs> you know the funny thing? I think you can still hear me. Yeah. You, you can still hear me, right? Yeah. I can hear you. The uh, I unplugged my headset, I dropped the pad, and I caught the quarter and didn't slap it on my hand. So I don't even know which side it landed on because it was going astray. Hang on, we're doing it again. All right, up and down and on the hand, and it is heads, and after all the commotion, I can't remember what that means. Bees. I am arguing that bees are worse, which they are. Because you know what? Wasps suck, they can sting you, and they keep on living, which is pretty terrible. But nobody... Are you wheezing over there? Are you going to die in the middle of this? <laughs> 
James, I had to bend over. <laughs> Come on. What do you want from me? Oh, I just ask that if you die, please do it off camera. I don't want to have to re-record uh. this episode. <laughs> with, what if I'm dead? Who are you going to record it with? I, you are infinitely replaceable. It's the best thing about you. <laughs> I, you were saying something before I rudely yeah. interrupted you by breathing <laughs> and living. So wasps suck because they can sting you and they keep on living. But here's the thing. Nobody dies from wasp stings. They hurt. They're super uncomfortable. But you know what? You live. Bees can kill. They are tiny kamikaze warriors. They break off their stinger in you and they die. And if you get the Africanized bees coming after you, watch out. Because they will kill themselves until they kill you. You might jump in the water to try. <laughs> yeah, you might, they might. You might jump in the water to try to escape. They will hover above the water, waiting for you. I mean, they're just waiting to kill you. This is ridiculous. I mean, I I don't know of a single wasp death. And not only that, people are way more scared of bees just because bees are more common. You might find one wasp here or there. Bees are everywhere. I mean, how many people do you know who you, who they post a picture on Twitter, their car is just a wreck because there was a bee in there, and they freak out, and they drive off the road, they're swinging their sandal all over the place. I mean, <laughs> bees cause a primal fear. But you see wasps, you see a wasp nest, you get some wasp spray, you spray it at it, you run in the house real quick, 10 minutes later, the wasps are dead, problem's over with the bees. The bees keep coming. And the worst part is, we need the bees. We can't even kill them all because we need them for pollination for food. Without them, we'll starve. Right. So they've come us into keeping them alive so they can keep on oppressing us with their horrible stingers. Wasps, we could eliminate wasps tomorrow and be no worse off. We don't depend on them at all. And that's why bees are way worse. They've caught us in this trap of dependency and they're just going to keep killing. Their bloodlust knows no bounds. You know, I, you really handed me the only argument I need, which is wasps are way worse because they have no redeemable <laughs> quality whatsoever in the na in nature. Bees give us honey. They pollinate things. They make those cool hives. They have these communities that are fascinating to watch and study and learn from. Wasps, man, they are they're at least twice, maybe three times the size of a bee. Their stingers are the size of a broadsword. <laughs> and when they come at you, they've got poison pumping into you like a copperhead. Like, wasps are just evil. They look evil. <laughs> like, you can't see a wasp without feeling your blood pressure go up. There are some bees. Now, they're all not yellow jacket hired assassins. <laughs> but some of the bees are those thick, fuzzy bees that you don't know how physics keeps them up in the air when they're <laughs> flying. Those kind of bees. Man, those are cool. And they don't bite anybody. They just kind of float around and do their thing. And you and they can coexist happily. But wasps, nothing coexists with wasps. Wasps attack farm animals, man. Like uh, if you're on a farm, wasps are up in the barn. You got to take them out. And with bees, if you have them, you just fumigate that thing. Wasps, you got to stand 40 feet away wearing a hazmat suit. And when you hit their little web thing, I don't even know what it's called. Not a web. That uh, honeycomb thing that they live in with some of that wasp spray you gotta run because wasps will chase you over distance to make sure that they exact their vengeance on you now wasps are the epitome of evil the the, the worst evil looking bug of all though you reminded me <laughs> when something gets into the car when i first moved to oklahoma I had never seen a cicada before, <laughs> and I'm not positive if they have those in Indiana, but 
Oh, God. One, I had my windows down in Oklahoma. I just moved there like a week before. One hit the rear view and landed in my lap. <laughs> and when I looked down and saw what was going on down there, I literally... I. The car went over. I'm not sure if I put it into park because I had a manual transmission back then. I think I just yanked up the emergency brake and jumped out <laughs> of the car in the road. It was it was bad juju. Anyway, all of that to say, wasps clearly evil and no redeemable value. Well, I've got to say that's probably not the first time you've looked down at your lap and been horrified. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. that's where we're taking this podcast. Okay, but are we really going to trust the guy who's terrified of a harmless cicada to tell us that wasps are worse oh than bees? God. Again, wasps has never killed anybody. Bees have killed tons and tons of people. But more than that, more than that, bees have killed our culture. Okay, wasps have contributed oh, really? the inspiration for zero bad movies. None. There are no bad movies out there about wasps. But you know what there is about bees? There's a bee movie. It is so bad, it has become a meme on the internet. It is, it is almost <laughs> mind-blowingly, oddly terrible. So terrible it almost becomes good again and then almost loops all the way back around to terrible. I mean, this was like Jerry Seinfeld just saying, you know what? I bet people will pay me for literally anything. I'm going to pretend to be a bee. And that's what he did. And he made millions <laughs> of dollars and launched a million memes because of it. And man, I like it 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 destroyed American cinema for that for that summer like and now studio executives are terrified to take risks on, you know, on unusual movies cuz this thing is just so jaded the culture. And I've got to say that wasps can't inspire that coin, that kind of like odd cultural destructiveness because nobody cares about wasps. There's just not very many of them. They sting you. They're jerks. They go away. But that that's about it. They're they're just forgotten. They're off in a corner. And let's keep them that way. I like B movie. Oh. I thought you were going to talk about those awful campy mid seventies horror movies about bees that uh, like swarm. William Shatner was in one of them, and one they swarm like a golf. Uh, clubhouse <laughs> like there were some bad disaster movies about bees back in the 70s but bee movie with seinfeld that was okay <laughs> a solid rating of okay from you that's like an f plus from everybody else <laughs> people with actual taste well roll the dice and make sure people don't have to put up with this for very much longer all right we get to record our other podcasts now that some people literally hate yes i mean <laughs> It's a shame. we got to work harder as people hate this podcast, too. I feel like we should inspire equally strong feelings everywhere. All right. Well, if you want to vote for me and was or and bees being worse, vote for 19. i got the hiccups there. I'm so worked up about how bad bees are. If you want to vote for wasps nice. and Steve in another weirdly odd tie that I'm probably going to win, vote for 53. Just like you won this yes. tie that both interns said I won? They said it was within the margin of error. Within the margin of error, Steve. Those words mean nothing to you. Okay. Yes, they do. Mean nothing <laughs> and, to me. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 78. 78? Okay. Well, if you want to vote James back into the winner's circle so he doesn't cry about winning a tie, which I'm not sure exactly. That's like saying, like, give 110%. James is part of that generation. He wants to take it to the next level. Nobody knows what that means, but that's what all of Breakwell's contemporaries talk about. Then hit 19 and feel awful when you go to bed tonight. If you want to vote for Steve and all the things that are good and old school and founded on good hard work in the sweat of our brow vote for 53 and if you want to throw your vote away you got two options vote for breakwell or vote for 78 
Well, thus wraps another scintillating episode of Wrong and Wronger. And if you want to sit through this car wreck again next week, tune in. But until then, this is Steve Olivas for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and remember, two wrongs can.